pro wrestling talk from the four corners of parts unknown. This is That Wrestling Podcast. We are the League of Ordinary Gentlemen. It is That Wrestling Podcast. And this is going to be the all-out preview. One would say we are all-in on all-out. Uh, there's a few other notable items to talk about. But first, we need to check on Brian to see how he's holding up after my uh, <laughs> revenge that was Aww. so sweet. And it proved that Brian is not a great guy. Yeah. Are you okay, Brian? I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> it was well played by you. A, a tip of a cap if I was wearing one. I mean, the way I see it, we're one and one, right? You know, I kicked Oof. things off with Matt Cardona. You got me right back with Pete. So one of these days, we're going to see who wins the third fall of the two yeah. out of three fall match. Yeah, but I'm like way up here one, and you're like here one. Uh-uh, I'm the original brother. Because I heard your feelings because it's a guy that you really liked. I know, but it, there was something about having <laughs> Cardona, who you've been dogging on for a decade more, throw it at you first, man. Yeah, I, it's, I feel it's, like it's going Brian's to the third just a little bit higher. Just well, because it's someone you that you Joe. hate. Nobody you asked you, hey, Joe. You wanted it. You, you didn't no, ask. I didn't. Nobody asked opinion you. Anyway. I'm giving my opinion and, anyway. And me, my Don't personal opinion, him. You guys are you guys are solid even. Kevin, you guys are solid even. You're not taking a side. No, nope, yeah, I'm not really. taking a side. Wow. I'm not taking a side because I look forward to who makes the next move. That's right. To go up two to one. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's brother. what's exciting. Crafty game both of you, chess. I will say this. Kudos to both of you. You guys yep. both uh, yep. uh, got some incredible. Uh, I would say middle fingers up to each other <laughs> in, in playful ways, friendly ways. Yeah, I'll yeah. take. Well, that. now that we know that Brian's okay. Hit the music. What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today, today? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today? The weekly fashion check of four 40-year-old men and what wrestling shirts they're wearing while filming a wrestling podcast. It is What Are You Wearing? And we will start with you, Joe. What are you wearing? Uh, I'm going old school, the 2000. Triple H basketball jersey that has the low his old logo in the front and the game on the back. Isn't that isn't that your wife's? Oh no, she what? wears it all the time. She wears it all you wear the women's time. Clothing? I, I have wow. never seen you wear that. I've only seen your wife Jessica wear that. Well, because at least Kevin, ten times. Kevin, I don't wear it because. It would be gimmick infringement because you're the guy who doesn't wear sleeves. So I'm kind of stealing. I'm kind of stealing your thunder right now. But with the things that are going on with him, I had to. It's the only Triple H shirt I own, so I have to give some respect to the game because no one else is. The basketball jersey. The I'll basketball jersey. That's that's when he was on the 2000 Dream Team, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I remember correctly. That's right. That's a good squad. Ah, fun. So I got him and Vin Baker. <laughs> Vin Baker shout out. I love it. Wow. Who who would have thought nobody saw that? Oh couple. my. So I have the Junkyard Dog shirt from the Wale SummerSlam collection. It was available at Foot Locker and Foot Action. You can still pick them up online. Uh, it was the Legend series. So there was Junkyard Dog, Perfect, Savage, Warrior. A very cool Ted DiBiase shirt, uh, T-shirts, and they're calling them sweaters. They're just sweatshirts, but you can pick them up online still at Foot Locker. Kevin, what do you have? Uh, 
continue my collection from the Vegas trip that you and I went on. Uh, <laughs> I am a younger brother. I'm rocking out a younger brother uh, on my brother. shirt. I am wearing an official Owen Hart King of Hearts shirt. It's like classic, Beautiful. everything. And I'm going to turn around slow. It has like all of his like life, lifetime stats. It's like Slammy Award win- winner, all of his right. all of his titles. And it's it's a long list. I saw this and I this was the first shirt that I picked up last week. I talked about the WWF tank, right, that I picked up of the old school logo. This is the first thing that that caught my eye. And I, I saw it and I was like, do you got a large? And he's like, yep. And I'm like, take my money. And it's amazing. I, I came home. This is the first piece of clothing because I came home with like shit a lot. Right. And I'm unpacking my suitcase and I showed my wife and my wife's like, that might be one of the best shirts you have. And I'm like, you are a good woman. I appreciate that. Bri, Kevin, I would like to thank you for standing up and wearing pants. I would like, let's oh, give yeah. him a round of applause not- that he kept yeah. pants on. Nope. Uh, I lied. No, no. Shorts on. <laughs> All right, Brian, Brian, wrap it up. You know what I've always enjoyed when you go grocery shopping and you're in the cereal aisle and you get to the cereals that are the generic knockoffs of the name brand cereals like the Meyer brand Frosted Flakers and (laughs) Magical Stars, you know, not Lucky Charms. Well, we had an incident in the wrestling world this week that reminded me of that. And I shared this with you guys. Hulk Hogan (laughs) in in India. So uh, if you're watching the YouTube, (laughs) (laughs) the India paper has this whole story about this guy who's calling himself Hulk Hogan. And he's this big dude. He's got the mustache and the Fu Manchu. He's got the bandana, but it's clearly (laughs) not Hulk Hogan. So that made me think of those cereal uh boxes that i love that are just the knockoff so i'm wearing my actual hulkamania shirt in tribute hulk did not reply if you guys can see i tweeted hulk with <laughs> <Just zero. laughs> who this new phone. You. yeah new phone uh, who this hulk so hopefully that's... his uh india tour is going really well i'm sure he'll take on the winner of uh Great Kali and Jinder oh, That is funny. <laughs> I thought you were going with a knockoff T-shirt, like a bootleg, but whatever. Uh, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, real quick catch up from last week. The most popular beer in Australia is something called VB Bitter. Oh, Our okay. uh, Aussie okay. in the field also said that he does not know if Foster's actually exists in Australia. He's never uh, seen oh, it. Wow. Never heard of it. Yeah. Oh, crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Boots on the ground in Australia. That's great. Yeah. So uh, a few weeks ago, word come out that NXT was going to be going through some changes and that they were essentially going back to a developmental from the world's greatest indie. Um, now AEW is going to be the world's greatest indie. And some of the things that, they, that have come out about what this new rebranding of NXT is going to be, nobody over 30. Nobody under six feet tall and no indie cred wrestlers are going to be at NXT moving forward. Uh, Last week, we had got the the first view of the new logo. And when I saw it, I just thought it was like NXT Tuesday. It looked like it could be a Nickelodeon show. Now, I'm not I'm not pissing over anything yet. I want to give it a chance, but the initial look of it 
I mean, it's bright colors. It looked like yeah. it could be on Nickelodeon or Cartoon mm. Network. Now, this week, reports come out that Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard will be producing the new NXT, and that starts September 14th, which is a week from now, a week and a half from now. And, uh, quote, they will make the big decisions, not the little ones, and will be behind marketing, promotion, and direction. And that's from Dave Meltzer, close quote. Um, no word on Triple H, Matt Bloom, or HBK's role. And just to clear it up, you f- idiots online, Triple H, Paul Levesque, terrorizing is not all elite. So stop oh. posting that shit. <laughs> it's not true. Uh, Brian, thoughts on the logo, the Vince Bruce news? What do you think about everything going on so far in NXT? Yeah, the logo, you, you said it best. It definitely had a kid feel. I did uh, when we were texting when the news broke about it. Uh, Joe and I agreed that it reminded me of the opening of Dynamite with all the mm-hmm. color splashes. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought it had a little nod to that. Um, and as far as what happens in the future, listen, I'll be open-minded. It does worry me. For me, I think Ooh. I've shared NXT has been my favorite brand for a long time. NXT... You know, they, they have their, their highest of highs, but they've never had lowest of lows. I've never walked away from NXT episode going, wow, that sucked. What a crappy episode. I've always enjoyed it, you know, to either, uh, you know, uh, above average to ex- excellent level when it comes to the takeover. So I'm a little worried. Some of the logic of the younger wrestlers, that part I get, but I, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers and gritting my teeth going, please don't mess up my favorite show. Kevin, it, it's really tricky. So when I always ranked Monday Night Raw was my number one, and this this was before uh, AEW move nights or uh, NXT moved in AEW on separate nights. Raw was always my number one. I always really enjoyed SmackDown. NXT was number three, and then AEW slowly, and, and it kind of shifted, right? But Raw doesn't compete, and I think SmackDown's on it in its own night. So it's always been like NXT, AEW for me. And it always was like when it was both on the same night, I would watch NXT, and I would always DVR AEW. And then it slowly became even, and then it switched nights. Now I'm slowly watching myself DVRing NXT or fast-forwarding it all. Like, not that it's bad. Not that it's bad, but just so much more is becoming more entertaining to me. I fear, I fear that NXT is going to get kind of stale. It's going to get kind of weird. You know, you're not looking for Jay, as you said, like the, the indie studs or, you know what I mean? You're not just going to hire an indie stud and go right to SmackDown or raw. That's the biggest thing. You want to hone them in on their talent on NXT to get them prepared for, you know, the, the prep life of the uh, uh, main roster. I, I fear for the show. I really do. I, I think Vince, how old is Vince? 75? I think so. Yeah. You remember he's, how many he's years, up there. Yep. how many years ago was it when, when Shane, Triple H, Vince and Stephanie went in that ring and said, we're going to give you guys what you want. We're going to give you guys everything for all shows, right? Everything, everything. Yeah, like now, you're, the, now. you're the authority. Now the logo looks like dude loves logo. Which like, you almost just, spent five hundred dollars on which, that shirt last which, week. Which I'm not complaining about, but like for the 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 grittiness of NXT, right? It's not like just clean cut. You know, they do things a little bit different. It's it's always been kind of like 
uh, a little rough around the edges. It looks like very colorful. It's not like aggressive. Are they going to get rid of the uh, uh, the skull? Are they Poppy's yeah. probably gone? Yeah, everything right? Or Poppy has to be like Justin Bieber. Is Justin Bieber going to be for every single takeover now for for the for the music? It's. I feel like it's taking a direction. I don't know. I'll say this. I'll stay positive until it goes down the deep end. But I kind of fear what it's going to go, knowing that Bruce and Vince are going to be at the helm. Unless Triple H and Shawn Michaels will then turn to their their uh, sole, um, I'll say, attention to Raw, maybe to improve that. That'd be cool. But I fear, I fear for NXT for for a short while. Kevin, you blew it. I thought you were going to say Triple H and, and HBK were going to turn to their blood, their friends. <laughs> 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 I and what's X Pac doing? What's X Pac doing? Uh, he has a new podcast. Uh, he did commentary on a GCW show a couple months ago. He's around, he, yeah. and he gets those he gets those residual checks from DX and NWO. So uh, good for him. I'm I'm gonna say that I am excited for the change. I think it could be fun. Um, everybody just assumes it's gonna go to shit, and I'm not one of those people. Yeah. The logo is going to change. The color is going to change. And, you know, as long as it doesn't go back to a game show, I think we're fine. You know, the real question is, if it is just going back to a developmental, did USA sign on for a developmental program? Question mark. Yeah, see, that's like my point, too, because they signed on for live WWE content. They didn't sign on for whatever like jason you said earlier no one under six foot tall say bye to half that roster uh no one under 30 say say goodbye to those two that six pack's looking a little bit more likely now and i'm not exactly Mm -hmm. happy about that i really don't want it so even here's what i'm saying even even if if i I won't buy it anyway so i know you won't (laughs) i was about to say even if i win i won't buy it i won't want it but now i do my point is, I'm like you. I'm gonna give it a chance, oh. but which is I weird because you hate everything. No, Joe, I don't. Is, I just don't like an, raw. You're turning a, you are turning a corner. Is this a face turn? Is this a face turn for Joe, Joe? All I'm saying is that sleeveless tee is going wonders <laughs> on. You. I feel. I'm feeling more, more fresh, more airy, more lighter. And no, in reality, but in all seriousness, I haven't watched NXT in the last two weeks because I know they're changing. I don't want to get invested in these storylines that mean nothing. Yeah, it's like when you know a show that you're watching is getting canceled, but they still run the last three episodes. What's the point? Oh, we ended on a cliffhanger. I don't care. You're not coming back. So all the things that are going on right now, I feel bad, but I, my Tuesdays have been free of wrestling for the past three weeks. And one last take on this before we move on. Uh, A lot of people are like, Oh, they're not going to create superstars. They're going to create superstars. That's exactly what the point of this is. Mm -hmm. Vince wants the big guys. They want the, the people they can start from scratch, make them the superstars they want them to be. And all the people are like, oh, we're never going to get another Daniel Bryan or CM Punk. Yeah, you will. Because WWE created CM Punk. They created Daniel Bryan. They created Bray Wyatt. They created all the superstars because that's what they do. So chill out. Uh, September 14th, the new NXT will debut. And I am sure we will talk about that on many a future podcasts. So in the past, we've had Tuesday in Texas, 
And now we might have two nights in Texas as WrestleMania is rumored to be two nights, April 3rd and 4th, 2022. And if you're listening to this on Friday, and in case you were wondering, that is 211 days away. Now, if you go back to the archives of this show, I think it was our second show, literally. Uh, We did a WrestleMania wrap-up of the two-night WrestleMania in Tampa. And I feel that if you... Go back to that show, listen to it, and then fast forward to this show. I think a lot of our attitudes are going to be the same about the two-night WrestleMania. I feel that you will never get two nights that are equal. Someone will shit all over one and the or you know, whatever. And then the argument will turn into, whoa, why do I have to buy two nights of, oh, wait, I got to buy two nights because my kid wants to see one person and I don't know when they're going to be on, you know, that type of stuff. Uh, Brian, what do you think of the two-night WrestleMania for Dallas? Yeah, so the the biggest thing for it is I think people will walk away happy if it ends on the highest of notes of the two nights. Okay. You know, wrestling, wrestling, the, the card always should build to the finale, to the main event. And we walked away from night one. And there was so much that went into it. You know, there was the rain and every, everything that happened. And, and Bianca and Sasha were so great. And we were all like pumped, like, because we thought on, on paper, night two looked even better. And it didn't get to the level of night one. And so I think we all kind of felt like, eh, maybe this isn't great. Mm-hmm. But I also tried to think about, well, if you flip the two nights, would we be going and going, you know what? The two nights work because what a great ending. So I'm really torn on this one. I, I think it was the right move to give it a shot again. Um, at and t Stadium. 100,000 people, exactly. full crowd. Yep, full crowd, mm-hmm. two nights. Try it out one more time, and then I think after this one we'll know yay or nay moving forward. So I think it's the right move for this year, but we'll have to see. Joe? I'm excited about it for the simple fact that my work uh, that Monday is a – freeze no one's allowed to take the day off so if i do go i'll go saturday and then fly back home sunday so i'm uh i when i heard that story that it may be two nights i was selfish and went cool i can at least make one night something yeah that that's something and plus i enjoyed it because i don't like the wrestlemanias that last too long it's exhausting to watch it for six to seven hours so having it two nights spread apart, no, I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> Anything spread apart. Whoa, wow, <laughs> anything. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You were good the first one, and then you went really deep in that second one. Wow. Oh, Speaking it's the sleeves. I'm, I'm, pull out, I think pull Kev, out I think of Kevin those is us. <laughs> pull out of those. <laughs> uh, Kevin, what do you think of two nights? Oh, I, I, I will say this. Joe's down for one night. I, I look forward to both. I will say this. This is make or break on the two night mania. They're going all in hundred thousand plus people. If they can make two nights, great. Keep it at two nights. If it fails two nights and one night is way above the, the other, maybe look at making the other, uh, you know, SummerSlam was what? Four and a half hours. And it felt so yeah, quick. If yeah. you make a WrestleMania five and a half, you know, start a little bit earlier. It, it could kind of go like that versus not drag out. I will say this though. I think they hit a little bit of a sweet spot with that 
women's title match where Tamina and Natalia won the one night one and tied it into night two. If they do something like that, not saying the women's titles, but do something like that to kind of merge the nights together and make it a little exciting. It could kind of tie It could be, uh, how can I put it? Uh, I'll even say it, tie the nights together. But Brian, you mentioned Sasha, Bianca, if it could have been on night two versus night one, night one, they met, they, they had something magic night one you couldn't recreate that if even if it was night two it it was right there it was the chemistry between them i will say this they will go balls out to make both nights amazing if it's going to be such a large place the view you know the camera pans it's just going to be loaded with people they are either going to make or break the two night mania in dallas or arlington next year and jay i'm down let's plan i was at 32 it was awesome I will go. Like I said, the plan is for both nights. Hopefully we can do a show thing. Uh, Joe, if you have to buy two nights, you got to buy two nights and we'll, we'll, we'll find someone to get that. We'll find a seat filler. Uh, if you can't be there on night number two and the big close on this is simple. And Joe, you said, I remember this, like you said it yesterday, not everybody needs to be on WrestleMania. Only the <laughs> best of the best. So we'll find out as things go. Uh, as we get, uh, you know, move on towards uh, April of 2022. So Dynamite was on Wednesday night. And um, I can't believe I'm about to say this. I'm losing interest in Dynamite. <gasps> what? Every I thought it was match, damn good this week. Every match had a beatdown. Someone's music hit and then come out and make yeah, sense. You yeah, did that tweet actually that. is true. That is true. That is true. And then let's play some Jeopardy. The answer is yes. The question is, am I? Yeah. Well, no. That are you excited? Up. Anna J is back. No, no. One hundred points for me. The answer is yes. <laughs> I am sick of seeing CM Punk. No. I, I got I got goosebumps during he that. He did during call that you out on Wednesday. He said, "You're there's going to be some people who are yeah. going to get sick of me, and most people would probably assume it would be negative Joe, but it's Jason." I'm, I'm but a, Jason, I'm a, I do I'm, agree with you on what you tweeted when because my wife and I were watching, and when you said. How does he still have it? He hasn't wrestled a match in seven years. Yes, and when yes. we were chanting well, that, I went, but he has what? He hasn't even done anything. But once they chanted it, he paused and he went like yeah, he, yeah. he kind of went like, like side I guess. Face, like yeah. oh, I, I guess, mean, okay. I, I know he was in episode three of Heels playing Ricky Rabies, but that doesn't count, Marks. Did you like he, it? Did you see it? Uh, yeah, heels is was outstanding. You okay. guys should all subscribe to Stars and watch Heels. It's so good. And Ricky Rabies was a fun character. Um, yeah, and that literally, Joe, that's the next thing I have. Uh, how can you idiots in Chicago chant? You still got it when the guy hasn't wrestled in seven years. That episode almost made me go to sleep. Brian? Wah, wah. All right, so okay, it's at Chicago. It's CM Punk's town. I'm going to, I'm going to let that slide. I, I, I'm getting a little bit of a thread though, from what you're saying, Jay, about like, am I getting sick of CM Punk? And it's not so much him, but it's so much the AEW promotion. We had the, oh. the big, the first dance, right? Everybody knew, but it wasn't said. And, but everybody knew. 
And then it was Wednesday. It'll be the first time you'll hear from CM Punk on Dynamite <laughs> last Friday. CM Punk will be speaking on Rampage. And then it was, again, this coming, this past Wednesday, two days ago, CM Punk will be live to talk. You know, so I was like, CM Punk oh, is next. Okay. Like, and I, and I don't know if you guys, it. I don't know if you guys know this. CM Punk and Darby Allen at All Out on Sunday. They only aired that graphic seven times on Wednesday yeah. night. Brian, Perfect. Brian, it's you're a science guy. Is it not reminding you of where's Poochie? People yeah. should be going, where's yeah. Poochie? Yeah, it's it's just, a, it's been a little much for me. A little much. I, but I I'm still excited for Sunday. Don't get me wrong. Excited to see what happens moving forward. But the maybe it's just because it's Wednesday, Friday now. And it's just been so much of CM Punk's going to be here. He's going to talk. CM Punk's going to be here. He's going to talk. It's like, okay. <laughs> but but it, how many weeks have we waited for him to come back? Seven years, apparently. Seven years. They've, they've Seven years. Let the guy come on. Two weeks. Let him come on three, four I, times. I, I, I want to hype up the pay-per-view. I, me personally, me personally from this past Dynamite, you know, 2.0 came out. It's great. Those guys have been looking great since they just since they got dumped by NXT and came on board. You know, great uh, uh, promos, look great in the ring. It was great. The beatdown, understand it. Darby comes down, perfect. You know, I'm a, I'm a huge Darby guy. Sting talking on the microphone, kind of weird at times, but mucho respect. Uh, no, it was mucho, mucho respect. But like, but like Darby hitting the coffin drop, Scorpion death drop, uh, the go to sleep, like. I will say this. Every time CM Punk has come on, I have gotten goosebumps. And I always look at my arm. And next time, I will take a damn photo to prove it to you guys. I love it every time. Maybe because I'm going to see you on Sunday. Well, God damn it. I'm going to tell you guys in person. I'm going to go this. I'm going to do this. We're not going to take pictures. With you in the background (laughs) with my goosebumps. I I enjoy it. Every time Cult's personality personality comes uh, on, I I raise my hand. I'm I just happy that he goes on, that he's first. They get it out of the way so we can enjoy the rest oh, of the show. Could you not like the, the top first. of the hour. That, yeah, that's a good call. That's a good get call. Out of the way. That's a good call. 14 segments of CM Punk coming up later tonight. Right. Next right. hour, it's yep. CM Punk. Let's go to this video <laughs> package of CM Punk. Like, honestly. Did you know he bought the ice cream bars? I, yeah. <laughs> and they're selling them. Did you see they Last sold night, them? You know, Wednesday night, yeah. Friday night, and Sunday night as well. They're going to sell them. Um, it's been seven years, Jason. It's been seven years. 80% of the all proceeds go to CM Punk. <laughs> well, yes, I am getting sick of seeing CM Punk. And um, I thought Dynamite was uh, not so good. So the brought up the, the pay-per-view on Sunday. All out. We are all going to Brian's house. Uh, be the first time in a year and a half. We've all been in the same room together. It is the all-in on all-out preview. We don't have music? All right, we don't have music. Um, I thought we were going to have music for this, but, but what do you mean? Whatever. Um, it's not the same, Kevin. All right, so we'll start with the 21 Women Casino Battle Royale. Of course, if you don't know, they separate the groups of women into groups of five, each as a different uh, heart, spades, jacks, and whatever the other uh, diamonds uh, on the, the cards, they're all set up. And then there's one Joker. And usually the Joker is when someone makes a debut. Uh, Brian Cage was the Joker the one year. Um, Hangman Page was one the first year. 
And it looks like Ruby Soho will be making her AEW debut, a.k.a. Ruby Riot. I feel like she will be the Joker. Um, Kevin, any other surprises you think will happen in the Casino Battle Royale? I, I think Anna Jay, she just returned back. I, I think she's a strong favorite, I think, in my, my eyes to maybe get far. But like you said, formerly Ruby Riot, Ruby Soho, I, I feel like she's going to win. And, and especially I, since uh, uh, what Britt Baker just went on and was very cocky, million bucks, Britt's million bucks, right? And she's like, I just signed a million dollar or a multi-year deal. Tony Khan, I'm his golden girl. Like, I feel like they need some good competitors to line up. And honestly, the women's division is greatly improved. Ruby would would be a great, great competitor right off the bat. And honestly, I don't see her going anywhere except for right after that belt. Do you think Brit saying that means that Betty White's going to show up in the Casino Battle Royale? <laughs> Is that like a hint? Like the CM Punk, like CM Punk saying you have to wait a little more for Daniel Bryan? Like maybe uh, Betty White's going to show up. Uh, Joe, any other debuts you think will happen? And who do you think will win the Women's Casino Battle Royale? I think it's going to be Ruby Soho, but I think the it's not going to be, it's going to be like a debut, but a re debut. I have a feeling Chelsea Green's going to be in the uh, oh, Battle Royal. She was yep. at the first All In in Chicago. She's been, uh, she was on the NWA Power. Empower, yeah. And she won that. She's been all over the place lately. I could see her being part of the Battle Royal, not winning it, but I, I have a feeling that Chelsea Green's going to make it a uh, re debut with AEW, not full time, but. You know, well, she's been in impact with her boyfriend, Mark Cardona. So, I mean, they're doing like yeah, mixed tag stuff. Working. So, I mean, why not? Maybe, maybe that will happen. Uh, Brian, I know you've been counting down the days for the Paul White QT oh, Marshall man. match. You can, you can, you can pay me enough to care about this match. Oh, this, <laughs> so you mean Big Show Jim Ross? It's, it's, uh, Jim Ross called Big twice. Show's got hip surgery. Yeah. Well, Brian, what do you do? You care more about this match or uh, Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie? I, th- oh, I think Alexa. Shut your mouth. Because shut I, your I, mouth. I appreciate Alexa's ability to be mm. such a character, and I, I love. But I'm, I don't want to see Paul White. I've never gone into QT Marshall. He is just like homeless bum <laughs> off the street <laughs> to me, man. Cody's friend. It's Cody's it's friend. Cody's friend. Exactly. I'm sorry. This, but that's, Brian, that's the definitely big... the beer run, the bathroom break. I hope it's, I hope it's a Paul White choke <gasps> slam like Becky did to Bianca at SummerSlam. And Here, here's what Billy Gunn turned on him and no one. Exactly. So here's what I have in my notes, Brian. Yeah. Most likely my <sighs> beer run, comma, bathroom break, <laughs> <laughs> go yep. throw sweats on because we're sitting outside on your deck in Michigan in September yep. and it'll be cold match. Yep. Most likely Paul White will win. But yeah. By the way, I, I used to live in Michigan. I live in parts unknown now, just so you know. I'll give yeah. you my new address. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> moving Wait, on. Brian, how's no the weather in parts unknown this week? No selling it. Nice job. <laughs> Uh, well, it's Kevin still real about, to him. Damn it. Kevin, Kevin talked about the Indianapolis airport last week. So whatever. That's I true. We That's that oh, I drove, I drove 14 hours. From oh. to go to Indianapolis <laughs> airport. So it's okay. I'm oh, Northern, Northern Missouri or something. Playing the oh, here. we're doing that now. Oh, <laughs> Hi, so, uh, anyway. 
Okay, so uh, next up, uh, John Mosley against Kojima. I don't know much about Kojima, and I know you guys don't really know much about New Mm -hmm. Japan, but any chance to blast Wild Thing works for me. I love Mox's theme song. I've become more of a fan of him because I love the song. I loved it when it was in Major League. Uh, I listen to it all the time on Spotify. I think Mox will win. It'll set up the the U.S. title match against Tanahashi, probably in New Japan. Um, and since you guys, like I said, not into New Japan, we will just move on. So, Joe, what do you think is going to happen? Eddie Kingston and Miro for the Ooh. AEW TNT title match. Uh, to quote Clubber Lang, pain. That's what's <laughs> going to happen. It's going to be awesome. That You know how I said last week? you always got the one match that has the potential to like steal the show. And it's not the main event. Cause that's always expected to uh, be the best one. I think this is going to be the match. That's going to be uh, talked about the most. I really have a good feeling about this because Miro has been amazing since he's become the TNT champion. And Eddie Kingston could just sell um, ice to an Eskimo. Seriously. He, his promos and his way of getting into a match. I'm a big fan of both guys. I think this is going to be my favorite match of the night. Brian? I'm I'm with you, Joe, because for me, all that you said, that was what I was thinking for Andrade versus Pac. That's what I was slotted in for that match. I thought that could be a four-star insane match that unfortunately appears to be off. So I'm going to slide into what you're saying and say that Eddie and Miro could take the place. I think Miro wins. Eddie's not a guy that needs a title. He's just Mm -hmm. got such great fan support that he can take a loss and not have any sort of effect. Uh, And the Miro train rolls on. The match that I think will be the match of the night is the AEW tag title match. Young Bucks yeah, and Girls, and it's too. in a steel cage. I was at the first one at the first all-in, and it was awesome. Uh, I'm going to brag. I was sitting in the fourth row, and it was awesome to see it live. Um, I think this is going to be the match of the night, and I do think maybe it's time uh, the Bucks drop the titles. I think maybe this begins a little bit of a downfall for the Super Elite. Uh, maybe a new debuting Adam Cole helps bring them back. Like I said, with uh, Kenny Omega starting to lose his titles, but we'll get into that a little later. Get into that a little later. Uh, Kevin, thoughts on the Bucks and Lucha Bros? I, I I think that that match could be match of the night. I feel like it's gonna it's just gonna be back and forth. Especially, I don't know if it was Matt or Nick that like literally went back and forth doing the super kicks while. It was Nick. Uh, was that Penta or Ray? Uh, uh, well, both of them. Both. Well, okay. Good call. Good call. Uh, but I mean, just like he he went over, did super kick, flipped his body around, super kick, and it was just like I think was it uh, Kenny Omega was like <laughs> Matt, God, calm down, calm down. Let's <laughs> let's get Christian. Let's get Christian. Like the Miro uh, Eddie, that promo was fire that they that they had on Dynamite. Like I it I just slapped. thought it was I thought it was yeah. The kids call it it slapped. Right, right, Brian. Brian? It's last. That's right. All the kids are saying <laughs> like nowadays. That tag match, I, I feel like that that could be amazing. And we were at uh, uh shit. Was it all in in Chicago? What what event were we in when Revolution. we all hung out there? Revolution. Sounds about right. Uh, that was my first time seeing the Bucks, and that match was absolutely amazing. This match coming up on Sunday, I feel it could be just as good. I feel like Ooh. it's gonna be great because Penta and Ray. They're always so good. And Matt and Nick, they're I, I don't think I've ever seen a bad match from those guys. So that, that tag match is gonna be great. 
Ah, uh, the women's title: Britt Baker, Chris Statlander, Brian. Yeah. Um, this may be my runner-up for the don't care. No, no I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll be a little nicer on this one. Um, yeah, Statlander's fine. You know, she's come back from injury, and they've built her up a little bit. Another one, I just, I don't think Britt's gonna, you know, mm-hmm. drop it anytime soon. I'll be interested to see how the crowd goes because, again, they're still in this weird that doesn't make sense to me of Brit's the heel, but everybody crowd reaction wise loves her, loves doing the DMD. So it's a, it's a button that I can't quite ha- wrap my head around. Um, but, you know, we'll see. It, it has potential to be a good match, I think. So, Kevin, if she defends, will you actually buy the Brit Baker circus? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this. If, if, if Pro Wrestling Tees is having the Labor Day sale this weekend. If, if Britt wins, I'll tell you this. I will have a T-shirt in a shopping cart on ProWrestlingTees.com, and I'll let you one of you three, out. I'll let press one of you three, press the checkout button. <laughs> well, you got to put the code in and all your payment information. And- oh, I'm, I'm cheap as hell. I'm going to get that 20% off. <laughs> Do you think Britt's going to win? 100%. Unfortunately, what uh, I saw her the very first time at Revolution, and yeah, she got her. She came back and she was like in the crane game. And now she's just in with Orange oh, Cash yeah, and his little crew. Like, I, I, she looks great. Like, I feel like she, she, she got a lot more athletic and she looks great. It's just no one's going to defeat Brit. I, it's just Brit's so good yeah. on the mic, in the ring. Like another another time maybe, but no, five minutes and done. It shouldn't go anything Ooh. more. All right. Uh, Chris Jericho and MJF. If Jericho loses, he is done as a wrestler, will be a commentator full time. Mm. I'm going to go with Jericho, but I could easily see MJF winning this because Fozzie's getting ready to go on tour. I'm oh, actually going to see them next weekend in Pittsburgh. So like it could go either way, but the stipulation makes me think it has to be Jericho but maybe he gets hurt and then down the road comes back and they, and they redo the few, because as much as I love Jericho and Excalibur as the next Heenan and monsoon for the next 20 years on AEW, even though I think AEW is only going to be around five years, but that's another story for another time. Mm. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Jericho, Joe. Uh, Same stipulation with you, Jason. I'm going to go with Jericho, (laughs) but I'm going to go Jericho wins. Kind of like when Shawn Michaels won his comeback match at uh, SummerSlam in 2002. And then Triple H, the dastardly heel that he was, uh, hit him in the back with the sledgehammer and chair and got him off the shelf. And that's how Jericho can, you know, go do Fozzie, go do the uh, cruise. And MJF can still keep his uber heat of, I retired Jericho even without beating the ma- winning the match. Yeah, that's good. And that's really good. That is really, really good. Uh, now the match that I don't give two shits about the AEW championship, Kenny Omega and Christian cage, Kevin. Oh, wow. I just said, I, I don't I, care. You're actually, that, that, they fought a couple weeks ago for the impact title. I feel like I've already kind of seen this, this <clears> match. And, and unfortunately, what Kenny has blue hair now. I really yeah. what? I thought it was black. I thought it was, was it black. Like, I thought it was like black blue, yeah. bluish. He did the beard too, right? Like I, I, Christian's always been one of those guys. When he's with Edge, I love him. When he's solo, I like him. I do. 
but I feel like if they, they just wasted it a few weeks ago, I'm just not excited. I don't, right. I, I'm not excited at all. I think Kenny retains, I think it'll be an okay match. I think it's going to go way too long. And I'm yep. usually not negative on things, but I think <laughs> it's going to go joke. more. I think it's going to go longer than it should. With AEW. <laughs> it's going to go longer than it should. Kenny retains and get me to that CM Punk Derby. Is CM Punk Derby? Do you think will will be the main event or will it be last? Yeah. Or not? I think it has. To. I'm it I'm has br- to. I'm go I'm bringing it up last for this okay. because of our format, and I'm pissed I made that negative joke because I'd had a great transition of speaking of negative. Joe, what do you think of the uh, title <laughs> match? <laughs> I agree with Kevin. We just saw it on Rampage, uh, and. Christian is, we all know he's a fill-in because of uh, Hangman was having his uh, first kid or something yeah, like that. And because no, Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that backstory. Oh, yeah. Yeah, know. that's been the... Yeah, that's like his wife uh, was expecting the child around this time. I don't know if they had it or not, but like that was the backstory. Oh, I'm sure they'll he... tell you. I, they'll have a birth announcement and Tony Khan will have a camera crew in the room, like looking right down as the kid pops out. Well, and no, like, you didn't see the, this, the reality This live show? birth brought to you by GoPro. You didn't oh, see the reality no. show hanging around with Hangman and family? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's brought right to you by Arby's. To the top. Yeah. It's brought to you by Arby's. Tip I, I think I think this is <laughs> a match it? that should... Yeah. <laughs> Let's go 30 seconds commercial back to CM Punk. I think uh, this is a match <laughs> that just should have been on Dynamite. Uh, yeah. I love Christian. It's just... He's, he's not going to win. He's so not going to be the belt collector. Like, just let it go. You know, it. I don't know. Do you think so? Obviously, we're recording this on Thursday. We don't know what's going to happen on Rampage night. You think there's a chance Cage is not even in the match against Kenny Omega? A surprise fill-in, a so. debut, perhaps. As in D. Bry? <clears throat> Brian Danielson, oh, get it right. Oh, Adam D- Cole, Daniel Bryanson, D. Bry, yeah, Daniel yeah. Bryanson. I don't I mean, think so, but you you think Cage? I mean, if if they're gonna there. do a fill, if if Cage is hurt, that would be a hell of a way to debut Ooh. somebody, regardless of who it is. Well, then that see. will spark right. the interest up a hundred percent compared to okay, where okay. We're all so at what now. if they what if they have him and then right after that, I I'm sure he's not gonna be Bray Wyatt, but then it's a triple threat. How crazy would that be then? I don't know if the time has enough time has expired yet. So I think Bray will be maybe. Yeah. I think they, I, they do a November. Maybe I think cool gear is in November. So if they're going to do something like that, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, who knows what happens tonight on rampage, but uh, uh, and before we get to punk and Darby, I was going to, the question is who debuts. I say, Adam Cole. Andrade comes out and throws a bitch fit about uh, Pac not being able to wrestle. He challenges someone, out comes Adam Cole. That'd be my prediction. Any other thoughts on debuts? I know we just kind of touched on it with the uh, Kenny Omega match, but anybody got one? Yeah, that happens I mean, with Adam Cole. I I would probably squeal like a little little schoolgirl, <laughs> and in in Brian's backyard in in parts unknown. That's right. Not in Michigan. Um, not in Michigan. Not, not in my hometown. I feel I, like there has to be a debut because this is going to oh, be there has probably to be their, big. Th- this is going to be their biggest pay-per-view. Like CM Punk is getting more people to order the pay-per-view, especially in Chicago. So this will get more eyes on Wednesday nights and Friday. So, yeah, I think it's got to be a big debut. And as much as I love Adam Cole, he's not big enough. 
to be the debut. It, it should be Daniel Bryan. He would be big in the world's biggest indie, which AEW now is. Right. I think it but would fit. for. I think Brian Danielson should be the one. Hey, I believe it. I mean, it, either yeah. one. Shit. I mean, I really feel like, too, there's going to be more. I think the Iconics could show up. I mean, now I think they they're the, the. I think they're the inspiration now with two eyes. They showed yeah. some 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 tits and ass picture the other day on uh, Twitter. Oh, uh, I think I they're the look inspiration. Where is it? Uh, <laughs> Do not share your screen. Um, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? But I left this one on purpose. CM Punk, Darby Allen. Um, Brian, we'll start with you. What do you think is going to happen? I think CM Punk wins. I, th- I do think this will be a long match. And that's the big question is just that 42 years old and off for seven years, can CM Punk still go? And I like that they've played that into the story. And, and you know that Darby is insane. He's absolutely insane. So he's going to make Punk look like a million bucks because he's probably going to, you know, do who knows what. Um, yeah, I couldn't think of anything funny to say. <laughs> Joe? But, um, yeah, it's going to be great, I think. I'm, I'm really excited for it. Joe? It's going to be Punk. It has to be. It's his home crowd. It's his first match back. Uh, I don't know if he still – I don't know if he does still got it. But, I mean, at least he's retired from MMA right now, so he doesn't have that lingering in the back of his head. <laughs> That's funny. That's Talking, actually pretty yes. funny. And, by the way, I've, I'm announcing my retirement from NASCAR. Apparently, uh, driving over 80 miles per hour, uh, being scared of that, is not good for that sport. So I'm going to retire from NASCAR. That's my announcement right now. You should have left it alone. alone. I should have. You should have <laughs> you left it alone. I went too far. Uh, Kevin? I, I will say this CM Punk, I at 42, I think he will have an incredible match versus Darby. Yes, he's been away for seven years, but he's he has yes, lost one. He's what? Oh, one in one, one no contest. But he's in incredible shape because right. he's been training for MMA. Yeah. Like sure. he's in yep. incredible shape. He's coming out like he looks fit. He's always been a smaller frame guy, but Darby is even smaller frame. So, Brian, you mentioned. Darby will help CM Punk look great. Perfect. Oh, yeah. CML, CM Punk, he's not a huge guy, not going to whip him around, but Darby whips himself around and takes the beatings as some, as some of the bumps. I think CM Punk's going to come out, of course, has to get the victory, but Darby's going to look so good, like inching towards, is he going to win? Is he going to win? Is he going to win? CM Punk will definitely win. I want this match. I said Britt's going to go five minutes. I want this match to go close to 25 Longest match of the night because I feel like this match will be match of the night. I'm gonna say Darby Allen wins. You're on drugs. <laughs> I am not. unlike CM Punk, who's straight edge. Yeah, <laughs> I am not on drugs. Um, I don't want this to turn into <sighs> I'm CM Punk, I'm here to wrestle all the young guys. Every interview I heard this week, he said the following. I'm like Terry Funk in ECW at this point. I don't want it to be like that. We all want Punk MJF. We all want Punk Cody, Punk Kenny. And because of all those things we want, we're going to discuss the five not-so-obvious matches we want to see CM Punk in this week's Five Count. That Wrestling Podcast presents The Five Count. How's that for a fucking transition? All right, it is the five count. And like I said, we all want to see the great CM Punk matches against the established 
talent in AEW, but this is the five not-so-obvious matches we want to see CM Punk have in AEW, and we will start with Brian. Hey, thanks. All right, number five. How about we go with Pac? I think Pac, since he started in AEW, um, really good on Mike. You know, just he brings a level of intensity and a level of seriousness that I never saw from him in WWE. I think they could do some good stuff together. It's my number Mm -hmm. five. My number four, I I think this guy has really shown a lot of improvement since he debuted. I'm going with Wardlow. I think Wardlow is in a great spot with MJF and Punk, you know, thinking about some of his big WWE feuds with Brock Lesnar, Undertaker, bigger guys. And so I think Wardlow and him could have some good chemistry thinking back to some of those matches where Punk would be the, the smaller of the two. My number three, is Andrade. Uh, quick side Ooh, note, I, I'm really, is. I mean, you know, maybe it's a victim of bad luck, but has he wrestled more than one match in AEW since he taped? I don't think so. What I is mean, going on? I have a feel. I mean, I'm guessing Pac has COVID. I'm guessing yeah. that's why. Or maybe Pac didn't want to lose, which could be a whole other thing. Because I've heard he has had a pretty bad attitude about that type of stuff okay. in the past. So who knows? But yeah. uh, no, I don't think he's, I think Andrade's only had maybe one, maybe two matches. He's had more managers than matches. <laughs> more Guerreros than matches. But uh, nevertheless, we know how good he is in the ring. And his look right now of the suits and the sunglasses, I mean, he looks like a million bucks. Yeah. So I'm sure they would do some great stuff together. Uh, my number two is kind of a playoff of my number four. I think the best big man all around in AEW is Lance Archer. And I think him and Punk could do some great stuff. Again, thinking back to that big man, smaller man dynamic. My number one. Ooh, I would love to see this because I haven't heard a peep about this and the relationship with him and this guy. Colt Cabana. Hi, Colt Cabana. How you doing? Uh. What's nice. going on? They nice. had lawsuits against each other, right? Nice. I want to know what's going on. And you could turn that into some good on-screen back and forth. Yeah. There's a lot of personal history there. I don't know if they're on good terms or bad terms. I'd love to see that. That's my number one. Great. So I have number five, Brian Cage. Um, you know, with my recent feelings that I am sick of CM Punk already, the idea of Punk getting tossed around by Brian Cage really excites me. I think that could be a fun match. <laughs> Number four, Eddie Kingston. The, the back-and-forth promos would be killer. Um, the, the idea of Mox maybe being at ringside you know, could eventually turn into something down the road, but we all want that. Uh, number three, Scorpio Sky. Now, I've said from the beginning of AEW, nice. Sky should have been in the main event picture. He had a great match with Jericho when he was champ. And then he's kind of floundered ever since. I like what he's doing with Ethan Page now. Uh, but I think that Sky and Punk, it'll never headline a pay-per-view, but give me, give me 17 and a half on Dynamite. I am all in for that. Number two, Andrade. You know, I love Andrade. I think him and Punk would be great. But what sucks is Andrade doesn't speak English very well. So the promo stuff would be one-sided. And Chavo Guerrero's not hanging with CM Punk. He's just not. So, uh, and then finally, of course, number one, Cole Cabana, former best friend, lawsuits, countersuits, the story writes itself. And, you know, Punk did say in the debut, some scores to settle in the locker room. So who knows what that could be? Uh, Joe, go ahead. What do you got? All right. Uh, My number five is your number four, Eddie Kingston. The promos alone are worth it. 
for me, Kingston just sells everything and he brings a realism to it. That's why I'm all in for uh, Eddie Kingston versus CM Punk or anybody. Number four brings him back just for a pay-per-view because he's too dangerous for TNT, Nick Gage. Oh my. I want to see him come back and just carve up CM Punk. I want to carve him up and stick a ice cream bar in his ear or something or use a stick for anything. I don't care. Move along. Uh, Nothing to see Number, here. Go ahead, number three, not a part of AEW, but could be Tommaso Ciampa. Could be. If they're going with the whole thing, that's why I said I was going a little bit out of left field on that one. Like, just that's my number three. It's my only non AEW guy on the list, but I would love to see that match because I think that would be killer too. Number two, Brian, you said it. It was your number two, Lance Archer. I think I I I miss Lance Archer on TV. I know that he's doing the New Japan thing right now, but yeah, I really want to see him back, and I want to see him back without Jake Roberts. But if he does have Jake Roberts. Jake's demons with CM Punk with Lance Archer would be pretty good television. And number one, Malachi Black. Oh, Ooh, one thing I cool. forgot to talk about during the all out pre- preview how is Malachi Black not on this pay per view? Ridiculous. Uh, well, great. yeah, who, who can possibly fit him in when you got QT Marshall and Paul? White? <laughs> My goodness, Dude, no room for that. Uh, Kevin, what do you got? Number, number, number. I, I do like going last, by the way. I will volunteer to go last for the next several weeks because I like enjoying listening <laughs> to you Heard guys. Heard it first. Heard it and, first. And I like, I like comparing like my notes and just, and just thinking, you know, in, in different things. Number five, very similar to two of you guys. I put Coke Cabana. I thought of that pipe bomb and I was like, you know what? I, I really don't know much of the indie stuff of CM Punk and different things. I don't know if they wrestled that much against each other. I'm <laughs> guessing I'm guessing a lot over the years. Just I feel like Coca Ban has kind of just been lost in the dark order a little bit. Like he's there just, hey, I'm here type of thing. I feel like, you know what I mean? Yes, it won't main event a big pay-per-view, but yes, it could be a fun uh, 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 lead up to something. Number four, no one said it before. Uh, during your guys' five counts. I really like this guy. He's so athletic. He's funny. Brian hates him. Orange Cassidy. I just Uh. feel like... I feel like just hearing CM Punk and some of the promos talking to him in Orange Cassidy, just standing there, CM Punk getting frustrated, Orange Cassidy, just standing there. Like, I just feel like it could be uh, very entertaining. Number three, Ray Phoenix. <clears throat> Ray Phoenix is, is so good in the ring. And I was, I was back and forth. I'm like, do I put Penta? Do I put Ray? Do I put Penta? I wanted to put both as three and two, but I decided not to. I, I really want, I'd rather see, Ray Phoenix versus uh, uh, CM Punk, just because Ray's so fast. I want to see if CM Punk can keep up with him in the ring. Number two, Jungle Boy. Very similar to my reasonings for Ray Phoenix. I feel like Jungle Boy is one of those guys, just like Darby. I feel like CM Punk is going to take Darby to another level. Darby's already so high. I feel like CM Punk's going to take him to another level. Jungle Boy is greatly improved when AEW first came on, you know, I saw him. I'm just like, really <laughs> this guy, is he, is he really that good? And then over the course of 100 episodes, they just celebrated their hundredth episode, you know, on, on, on TV, 
he's so damn good. So I feel like I really would like to see a program with him and, and have him, you know, uh, improve on his promo skills. Because if you're going to go into a match with CM Punk, it's not just a one-on-one uh, uh, match of athleticism in that ring. You got to go toe-to-toe on that microphone. So I would really like to see Jungle Boy uh, improve on those skills. And number one on my list, this guy doesn't need any improving on the skills. He doesn't need any improving on the ring. MJF is usually on my top five on any five count. That is one I salivate over because I could just, just the promos leading up to it. Both of them standing each other in the ring, seeing MJF and, and CM Punk and CM Punk being like, I used to be like you. I wanted everything. And MJF just throwing it back and being like, I do have everything. All right. I'm going to stop you right there. The CM Punk was nothing like MJF. No, 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 not, <laughs> not to the point. And, but no, I mean, and, I mean, and to the, we all knew that's one of the matches we wanted to. Yeah, that, that doesn't follow the rules. Yeah, so that, that's matter. what I was going to say. I'm going to throw like, the we all on that put one. MJF yeah. because yeah. that would have been in my real top five. Right? Wow. That's, I'm throwing. The you five. know, my number one would be Kenny Omega. Omega. Right, right. You know, Hol- holding Punk. on Kevin, ten yard penalty. That's all right. Still CM, first down. CM Punk didn't have a family, <laughs> and he had an adopted family that. Where his friends, his friends were his family. MJF, Silver Spoon, all the money, Burberry scarves—they are nothing alike. Flag on the play. Heel, Kevin Heel. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the guy that never takes a side. But as number heel. six, I did have Powerhouse Hobbs, FYI, just for the fact where he's kind of on the on the level up. And Jay, I uh, uh, kind of agreed with you with your uh, uh, cage comments, just manhandling. Yeah. Well, even though Kevin did not follow the rules this week, that is this week's five count. Who made your five count? Let us know on social media using the hashtag TWP five count. Another week in the books. Don't forget, Sunday is all out. Uh, make sure to follow us on social media at that WrestlePod. There might be some videos, some pictures. We are actually going to uh, hang out and watch a pay-per-view in the same place for the first time in a year and a half. Don't forget, uh, Personal Tees also has a sale this Labor Day weekend. You know, we we twenty uh, percent off, free shipping over one fifty, and we'll see if uh, we we make Kevin purchase that Britt Baker shirt. Finally, thanks for listening. Thanks guys for hanging out this week. Thanks to Dangerous Darren for the voiceover. We are waiting for the music. Then we will talk to you next week on that wrestling podcast. Thanks for listening. Follow that wrestle pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. One, two, three, that's it!